What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Music Podcast Deluxe. Featuring Don't Believe the Hype. And we're about to blow your f***ing minds. Whoa, whoa, Muck. Let's lay it back a bit. Thanks, Dre. What would I be without you? Representing Montreal, Canada, we're coming to you straight from the DBTH sound room. Damn, that sounds tight. But you know we're sitting on the couch, right? So join us. Every episode where we're going to be talking about concerts, records, experiences, and everything in between. Stay a while, and let's make some time for music. Here we are. Episode 8 of the Music Podcast Deluxe. Our second edition of the Montreal Music Scene Supreme. We're going to be talking about a couple acts. We have got two awesome bands to share with you guys today. We're going to be playing some of their music too, right? Absolutely. We are going to spin tracks from both the bands. Cool. Paul Lazarus and Le Trouble, two up-and-coming Montreal acts. Good indie rock vibe on that end. Then, for the second half of the episode, we went down to Station W Coffee Shop. We had a delicious cup of coffee, and we got a chance to sit down with Vincent. He is the band leader of Urban Science and the kind of head honcho of Le Cifre, which is a hip-hop jam session that takes place at Blurry Bar Avenir every Thursday night. But we're going to just put that aside for a sec, because we've got some news to talk about, right? Absolutely. And I think uh, the first one I heard this morning was uh, that System of a Down have announced some tour dates in Europe. Sugar! I got to get in on that, dude. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's if they come to Montreal, that. you know? We don't, uh, we don't know until we know. How long ago has it been now that we saw a System? It's been a long while. Yeah, I can't even count it right when now. When was that show, Bell Center, uh, Mars Volta opened up? Yep. Not really a Bell Center act. No, I personally, I much preferred it when I saw them at uh, Parc Jean Drapeau. Outdoor, I was going to say, outdoors, it would make so much more sense. Yeah, that one was a lot of fun, and it was like a huge festival. Talking about outdoors, we got to make up our minds at Rockfest, man. No, no, we're going. I know we're going, but we got our finger on the button. We're saying regular ticket versus VIP. I think we're going VIP. Yeah, look, I mean, you can't really discredit the fact that you get private seats, private bathroom, private bar. So it's it no, it, it's going to be worth it because I heard people talking last year about the VIP package last year, and they were saying how they they would spend the money over and over again. We have to mention Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, they are rumored to have finished their new album. Yep. Which is perfect timing for Rockfest. We know that we're going to be getting some new songs. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it, man. It's going to be fucking awesome. And hopefully, by that time, we get a taste of their album. Totally. And I mean, Josh has been working with Iggy Pop for the year. so like, And he's been doing other stuff too. A lot of side projects. So it's going to be interesting to see what Eagles Death Metal too. It's going to be interesting to see what effect that had on their new material. Yeah, and not to forget... Eagles of Death Metal and Iggy Pop are also at Rockfest with Queens of the Stone Age. So you're going to see Josh Homme popping up around... Pretty sure that's what's going to happen. We'll see. Maybe a song every once in a while. But it depends on scheduling too, because I doubt they're going to be there both days. Who knows when they're going to be positioned, scheduled. We got to mention Montreal's We Are Monroe. They have an album dropping on April 18th, and they got their album launch on May 6th at the Fairmount Theater. Patrick Kreef is opening up that show. It's going to be a hell of a night. We got to get out there. Yeah, make sure you check it out. White lights when it uh, when it hits. 
Okay, enough with the news. Let's get right into this Montreal Music Scene Supreme Part 2. We're going to hit you guys with Pro Lazarus and Blood Cake right now.
So that was Paul Lazarus with Blood Cake. Oh, man, what a cool song. I think probably one of my favorite songs on the album. Live, the song is, like, so dramatic. Actually, that's kind of, that's kind of like, my first point I wanted to point, like talk about Paul Lazarus. Their live act, their singer, Josh, he really brings this drama to the performance. He kind of acts out the songs, you know. He, he's not scared to just scream at the top of his lungs. No mic. No mic even. Yeah, it, it, it really was cool. The band was tight, very well rehearsed. I really enjoyed it. You remember that show at yeah. uh, Prince Campus? Yeah, we went to their album launch uh, for Ways to End the Night. That was a cool show, man. I, I really liked the vibe and uh, it was really packed. It was a full house, dude. There was mosh pitting. People were crowd surfing. They even had their buddies come on stage and do a few songs with them. It was, uh, it was a nice night. These guys work hard. They put the time in. Uh, they've got a new EP coming out, right? In April? April 19th. It's called Oh Body. That should be interesting. I'm going to give it a listen. For sure. When it, right when it comes out. I really hope their EP delivers just like their full length album did. Yeah, something tells me these guys got a lot of good music in them. Up next, we've got another Montreal band. Le Trouble with a song called How Was I To Know.
That was Latub. Yeah, I gotta say, I'm a legit fan of these guys. I've listened to the album, I think, uh, a good dozen times. And you've been pretty much ramming it down my throat. Yeah, I've, uh, I've literally been holding you down and, uh, forcing you to listen to it. And you keep telling me, I just, I will listen to it. I like it. You don't have to beat me into submission. But I listen to it. It's great. Really cool stuff. Yeah. The uh, new album came out just a few months ago. Remember, we missed out on their album launch. We weren't able to make it to the show. Pops to show them for playing these guys like crazy. Yeah, I'm always happy to hear. How is I don't know? It plays a few times a day, definitely. And even though these listeners are hearing us in the future, Friday, March 31st, this Friday coming up, they got a show at The Bog. It's pretty interesting about this venue. On their Facebook page, they don't have the address listed. So I... Message them saying, hey, I want to go to Le Trouble, March 31st. Where are you located? And they explained to me uh, where the... They finally gave me an address. And they explained to me that it's kind of like a residential area. And you got to go up the stairs and down the stairs. And then turn right and then go crawl in the tunnel. Swim across the river. Jump the bridge. Jump three fences with barbed wire. And then... You're at the venue. Holy fuck, are we going to a show or doing an Olympic marathon? I don't know. It's like, I don't know if it's like this underground show or what, but I don't know what to expect. The Bog, Friday, March 31st. We got Le Trouble. These guys have a great indie pop rock sound. You know, they've got good hooks and the band keeps things interesting. Should be fun to watch. Yeah, do you find the singer has like a little bit of Rod Stewart in there? That rasp? It's raspy. Yeah, he, he, he has like, it's like a young Rod Stewart. <laughs> no, for, for real. It's, and it, I mean, it's a compliment. I'm a huge Rod Stewart fan, so take that the right way, Le Trouble. Normally, right now, we would give you the master track, of course. But it's not a normal episode. This is... The Montreal Music Scene Supreme. That's part two. Right, part two. So, in classic Music Scene Supreme fashion, we got something special for you. This episode, instead of a master track, we're going to be bringing you our interview with Vincent. He's the band leader of Urban Science, and he's got a lot of cool shit to talk about. So here we are, on location at Station W, located at 3852 Wellington in Verdun. Uh, we have the pleasure of talking to Vincent, band leader of Urban Science. You don't actually know it's a pleasure yet. You don't know that it's going to be a pleasure. I, I have a good vibe it's, coming from you. I really am you very heard optimistic. The stories. You haven't heard the stories, man. You haven't heard. <laughs> Maybe we'll get into that. Maybe we'll get into that. And uh, he's the, kind of the main man behind Le Cifre, which is a hip-hop soul jam session at Blurry Bar uh, Welcome. Thank Vincent, you. Thank to, you for uh, the me. music podcast Deluxe. Is your first time on a podcast? Uh, yes, I have never. I'm still. I was just trying to figure that stuff out the other day, actually. So yeah, that's a whole. I gotta ask you guys afterwards about that. I, I get that. <laughs> I get that a lot. I have to explain the format a little bit, yeah. which, which is kind, kind of why it's it's exciting. You know, it's new, and we that's get good. to uh, we get to break people in in that way. So sure. we'll start slow. Tell us a little bit about your background before urban science. How did you get? Uh, Man, I feel like making up some crazy backstory. Uh, no, no, it's not uh, like I could verify it. So true, you know, go it's ahead. True. Yeah, uh, I mean, I can give you a really long version, but I'll, I'll say that uh, I'll give you a sort of a you know, summary. Um, I used to work in computers. 
I used to be a computer programmer. So I actually did a, a bachelor's degree in computer science and worked in the industry for a good five-ish years. And then I decided to change my life around and pursue music full-time. And uh, that was like more than 10 years ago now, maybe even 15 or something. And uh, yeah, I, st- I went back to school. I studied music. I was always doing music on the side. You know, it was a fun thing, but I never seriously worked at it and then I went back to school studied music for a bit I dropped out of the music program uh, and then I started teaching and and playing around town a little bit here and there Uh, and essentially I I wanted to see whether I could make a living as a musician so my primary thing was teaching and I got a lot of students and I was like okay this works I can do this but then I started thinking did I get into music to be a teacher not that I don't like teaching I do enjoy teaching but that was not the reason why I got into music right so then I was like okay let me take a step back and let me try to get back into performing a little bit more and uh, I started focusing see more of that, more of that, and then eventually started to know more and more people around town and started this this project, Urban Science, my new band, yeah. and the LeCypher uh, Jam Sessions. Yeah. Right. Very cool. And uh, speaking of LeCypher, you guys are on week 119? Uh, yeah, that sounds about Coming right. Up? Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Does that, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to put a timeline to it. Sure. Does that mean you've been doing it every week for over for two years? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, we did take a couple of weeks off here and there. We, okay. we usually take one week off around uh, New Year's, Christmas time. Uh, and then, so when we first got started, we got started at a club called Le Belmont on uh, Saint Laurent and uh, Mount Royal, and we're actually going to be back there on Wednesday. And uh, Alessandro, the owner of the Belmont, really gave us a, he's a huge supporter of the local scene, and I'm just so thankful that he gave us a chance there at the very beginning. We were there for about two months, and then from there we moved on to Blarie Baravinet, and yeah. that's where we've been for the last at least two years, something like that, you know? Very cool. So, uh, yeah. And at, at the beginning, uh, the musicians that you work with, I saw you guys were about seven on stage. That's right, exactly so. You have, uh, you have subs? Is it always the same roster, or are you guys kind of, you have a, a selection of musicians that you choose from? Right, so it's, it is, I do consider it a band concept, you know, uh, but there is no way to have the exact same people, especially at this level of quality, uh, every single week. On a weekly, right? Yeah, yeah that's it's, it. It's impossible. So uh, I sometimes refer, refer to it as the urban science team or the urban science crew. You know, there's a few people in the rotation. Yeah. Uh, that said, it's not like, you know, 60 people or something like that it's it's closer to 25 30 something like that yeah um but yeah so we we play every thursday night at blurry and uh i would say on every instrument we have let's say four people kind of thing you know and about seven vocalists in the rotation something like that okay so the vocalists the the mcs will change every night exactly uh, every week exactly exactly i i I find that crazy because i saw there was such a chemistry between you guys on stage right these people you've worked with them before in the past Uh, in some cases I mean it started so I played in a lot of different bands as I was giving my like summary of my life or whatever yeah Um, I would say that when I started focusing more on playing live and performing and all this kind of thing one of the first groups that I became part of the really uh uh, helped me and propelled me and whatever was Community Community Vibe Collective I don't know if you guys are I, I did a little bit of uh, research before coming cool. in so I, I took a look at Community and yeah. I took a look at uh, Nomadic Massive exactly. as well yeah exactly so Community is an improvisation collective uh, reggae Afrobeat spoken word hip hop as well soul even indie rock all these different styles but it's 100% improvised like 
a player, like a guitarist, starts playing a single note, and from there the whole tune begins, you know? Yeah. Uh, so that's Call Community, and then Call Community kind of opened the doors to perform with Nomadic Massive. There were some members of Nomadic Massive that were uh, in Call Community at the time, and I started, I did a couple of shows with them, and then uh, in the last few years I've been uh, touring quite a bit and, and whatever with uh, with Nomadic. Um, and some members of Nomadic Massive are also part of Urban Science. Um, well, that's kind of what you're doing. It, it, it ends up happening, right? You end up creating this kind of community Absolutely. of musicians. Absolutely. That's yeah. that's what's so cool. As I was watching you guys, there's this obvious jazz element to this. Sure, yeah. I love the dialogue between you guys. Like, you can tell, how, like, okay, we're going to back off and let this guy take a solo. Right. Like this And I really, it translates to the crowd. We can feel you guys having, like, a really good time on stage and, and dialogue. So. And, and it's know. a good night, for sure. <laughs> uh, no, from, from what I saw, it was, it was really cool. As far as the format goes... Opener, urban science set, and then you'll open the floor to whoever, right? Is, is that exactly. what it is every that's, night? That's exactly it, yeah. So we have a bunch of different openers uh, from all over the place, you know. Um, and uh, just getting back to the, the first question about the people, I just wanted to uh, finish that thought, is, is that... Uh, so it started as a bunch of people that, that, and it ties into your second question as well. It started as you know people I knew from different projects, from from Community, from Nomadic Massive, from many other groups that I've played in. Uh, and then as time went on, especially as we started the jam session and all this, we started to meet people through the jam. You know, so uh, for example, I think the night that you were there, Serenity and Wayne Tennant were the two. That sounds MCs. right. So yeah. Opening was the Transgenders. Uh, trans- trans- Transgenders. Yes. Right. right and right. then it was. Well, was it then? Well, I can't even remember. It doesn't. It, doesn't matter. Anyway, yeah. the point is, uh, many of the MCs, many of the instrumentalists, and all this kind of thing now are people that we've met through the jam session. So they would come, you know, uh, every week practically. Or, or in the case of Serenity, Serenity is a great example. So Serenity came once, and she came up on stage. So you know, a female vocalist coming up on stage, one tends to make the assumption, oh, she's probably going to sing, right? She comes up on stage and she starts rapping, and it's. Can I swear on this? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. It's really fucking good. Yeah. It's really fucking good. And or I kind of, like, I did a double take. I'm like, who is this? Step back. Like, like, yeah. yeah, you know? And she's going, and I'm like, not only is this good, it's a freestyle. Like, no she shit. can rap, and it's a freestyle. Like, this is yeah. amazing, you know? So right after that, she came because I think she wanted to do an opener at some point. And this ties into your whole thing about openers. And so she contacted us, and we're like, yeah, anytime you want to do it, you came and did her opener. And uh, we kept in contact, and I was like, look, you gotta, you got to come back, like, just come to the jam and, you know, sit in. Because, you know, even though I'm impressed one time, you know, that might have been, maybe I thought it was a freestyle, but it wasn't. Right. You know what I mean? You know, so I got to see a little bit more. And as I started to see her more and more, I was like, okay, we got to get to guest host. So that was the first step. Like, guest host, and I saw what she did and, and, and how she, like, paid attention to the stuff I told her to look out for, whatever. I have a certain criteria, you know? And I was very, very impressed by that. And now she's, you know, a full member or whatever you want to call it, and she's killing it, just destroying it. So cool. people have gone from, like, I didn't know them at all. Random, total random guy that came up on stage to, like, whoa, we're going to keep coming, keep coming, we're watching you, to... Now you remember Urban Science. So there is like a little bit of a screening process. Yeah, yeah. You're not just going to let anybody up on stage. Yeah, that's the trickiest part. Right? Like, I I pictured that maybe becoming a a problem because you want to know a little bit of what what you're getting into when you're stepping on stage with somebody, right? So, yeah, okay, so, so there is a little bit of a Absolutely. I mean, so this this night is heavily inspired by a night that started in uh, New York, in Manhattan, called The Lesson. And, uh, well, put it this way, if you're doing a hip-hop night in Manhattan or in New York, 
there are certain standards below which you are not going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I put it this way, one of the things I told people at the beginning of this, well, you know, we had not that many people coming and didn't, didn't know the community that well. Uh, one of the pe- things I told people was, look, the shit that you would not let fly at a jam, at a hip-hop jam session in New York, there is no reason we should let that fly at a hip-hop jam session in Montreal. You that was your marker. Yeah, yeah like, that was it. Let's, no, we're different cities. Yeah. We are different cities and we got to accept that. But we also got to not accept bullshit. Yeah. You know, and there's certain things that we're just like, no, that's not, I mean, we'll give people a chance, but that doesn't mean we let them come up over and over and over again. Like, we got to control, you know, yes, it's a jam session, but random guy or two guys come in for, they run a podcast and they're checking it out and like, wow, this is a hip hop jam. This sucks. Like, we're out of here, you know? So we got to keep the bar high. Yeah, you well, it, it makes sense. I mean, you guys are working hard. You're yeah. rehearsing. You're, you know, yeah. you're practicing. Yeah, yeah. So you want to make sure that that reflects in your show. Absolutely. Absolutely. I get it. You know? What could you tell me about the state of hip-hop in Montreal? I mean, specifically, I feel like Montreal should have a hip-hop radio station on oh FM. Oh, my God. Here we go. Yeah. I would love to see that. How, in, in your opinion, how come that hasn't happened yet? Well, like, why so many things uh, in Montreal haven't happened yet? Um, you know, I mean, this is this... Uh, man, okay. So the, 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 <laughs> I'm opening this, a can this, of yeah, this is here. a huge... Okay. <laughs> I mean, this is this question of, like, why Montreal isn't on the same... Uh, I don't know if level is the right word, but like we're not a London, we're not a New York, you know, we're not an LA, you know, why are we not those things, you know, in terms of nightlife and, and other things too, you yeah. Know? But why are we not those things? I mean, that's a huge question, you know. Uh, there's a friend of mine that when we talk about these kinds of like, or I should say that he'll go somewhere else, see something have happen somewhere else, and be like, you know what? Fuck Montreal, man. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Like all, you know. And I'm, I think a lot of people who have traveled elsewhere and seen different things come back to Montreal. Like, really? Like, we're still dealing with this bullshit. Like, come on. Like, let's get our shit together. You know. I think part. Why, of it, why not? You know. Like, what? Yeah. I mean, there's so many issues there. Um, I'll say that uh, part of it has to do with language. You know. I mean, that's. I think language is kind of a, a roundabout way of saying that our audience is split. Right, so if I am doing something and you have a podcast, your podcast is in English, you are now split your audience in half. If your podcast was in French, you would split your audience in half. No matter what, you're splitting your audience in half. You know, uh, maybe half is extreme, but like it's something. It's something. You're giving up a listener definitely by choosing. Exactly. Yeah. Now I don't remember that night uh, who came up on stage, but definitely we've had people come up on stage in English, in French, in Spanish, in. Uh, Haitian, we had these guys from Germany that came up and started rapping in German and all this. You know, so we're definitely very inclusive in terms of language. But, you know, at the end of the day, when I hear somebody rap in German, I may appreciate their flow and that's about it. You know, that's that's what I'm getting. There's no know? direct uh, link to the lyrics. Uh, exactly. Yeah. You know, so that's, it's just an unfortunate reality of yeah. the situation, you know. So I think that's part of it. But to put it squarely on that does not fully put the blame on everyone who's deserving the blame <laughs> that way you know um, you know people I mean just like and this is not exclusive to Montreal but people talk about doing things and then don't do them you know and we gotta fucking do it fucking gotta put go. the work in man yeah, yeah you, you know, gotta, gotta do put the work, work in uh, I think uh, part of it is a Canada thing and not to say that there's anything wrong with Canada but it's like you know we have a very healthy grant system we have all kinds of stuff or well maybe not that healthy right now but it, certainly it's healthier than the states and all this kind of thing and uh, there are good things about grants but there's also bad things in the sense of people feeling like I'll put it this way I'm sure as musicians and artists and whatever this kind of thing you know people on the scene who uh, exist as an artist because they get grants 
that's that's how they exist. And if they had to purely be completely ungrant, like unfunded by those kinds of things, they would not nearly have the success or renown or recordings or whatever it is that they enjoy right yeah. now. You know, but on the other hand, you know, we got you got all got to play the game. You know, there's money out there to be had. You got to play the game and get no, no, I hear that you. money. You I know? hear you. So I think all of those factors, uh, you know, uh, come into it, and I think that, um, you know. You know, if you go to another, if you go to LA and you check out uh, an awesome, I don't know, let's say there's an awesome reggae DJ night, and you're like, wow, this is incredible, this, 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 this and you're gonna hopefully gonna take some aspects of that and try to bring it to Montreal and do something with it, and you know, it starts off as a, co- it's also this whole copy thing. You know, we start off as a copy, but hopefully we find our own kind of voice. Within. It can grow kind of organically. Yeah. Well, you know what. Yeah. It's all that's population, right? We're a small city. But all, all that being said, I mean, we were there uh, two weeks ago, and yeah. like it was a full house. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you guys yeah. had uh, it must have been two, three hundred people there. Uh, it was something, maybe. yeah, something like you know, that. So yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. seeing that kind of turnout at a night, an improv, hip hop, soul night, you know, yeah. it kind of gives me a little bit of optimism that maybe <laughs> we can see yeah. this. And it kind of leads me into my next question. I was going to ask you guys, like. In the future, or maybe you have already that I don't know, have you worked with bands from, say, Toronto or New York to kind of, I mean, we're in Festival City here. Right. To right, do right, right. a bigger event, maybe like a, a hip-hop night at a, at a bigger venue where you can call it a festival and right. and do that. Have you ever thought about working with cross-promoting from city to city? Well, I mean, the reality is right now, given that our event is weekly and that we are getting these kinds of numbers, that those numbers don't just happen magically, right? So we are working our asses off yeah. just to, you know, make the best event that we have. And what I'll say is that one of the problems I have, this is tying into your, your first question too, uh, is just that, you know, sometimes people in Canada, people in Montreal, whatever, we kind of suck up to artists from elsewhere just because they're from elsewhere. You know, like, oh man, I'm bringing in this MC from New York, he's dope. It's like, well, how dope is he? And how much money are you spending to bring? Like, is that worth it, really? Yeah. Is it? I mean, it may be. It may be worth it. Or it may not. You might just be sucking up to some chump. You know, it's totally possible. That won't draw and that you'll just be disappointed with the event. And yeah, the- you know, I'm not saying that all of that is like that. But, you know, we got to be careful. we got to value ourselves. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, you said there was like 200, 300 people there. Like, we are... There are people... Like, we've had opening acts from Buffalo, New York. We've had opening acts from Toronto. We've had opening acts from Europe. We've had uh, across Canada, actually. You know, we've had people from all over the place who are, who are wanting to perform here. So... Uh, I think that it is possible to create, I'm not trying to say our event is world class, but I think that it is possible to create events that are world class in Montreal, and we got to challenge ourselves to create those things, and not just be like, look, what you're doing with the podcast, right? This goes way beyond Montreal, right? You have the, the possibility to hit a global market. Right, and if we think of ourselves on that level, like not just like, hey, I'm going to call up all my friends, tell them I'm doing a show somewhere, twenty people show up, hey, I'm, you know, it's like, well, aim for more than your mom and your brother and your, you know what I mean, like, you know, that's exactly what Muck and I are trying to capture. Is like, we do talk about our own personal music tastes a lot. Absolutely. However, we we every fourth or sixth episode, we're planning on doing a Montreal specific, right? And I can picture somebody from a neighboring city, say Toronto or New York finding out about the podcast and coming to get a taste of Montreal. Right. You wouldn't norm it's not exactly easy to hear about these bands in a, in another city. So True. for us the podcast was that people yeah. that want to explore and want to find new music and like the taste of Montreal. Maybe they visited and yeah. they, they got a taste of the culture and they want to they want to dig a little deeper. Yeah. So it's cool that you're saying that because yes, that is that is my goal. Yeah, no, I mean I think we 
the internet, I mean, of course, the internet is a whole bunch of screaming voices as well, but I think we gotta make use of the fact that you're now hitting everyone. You know, like, okay, one of the one of the keyboard players uh, in our band, Abu Mali, he uh, is really blowing up because he puts the, like, he's all over Vine and Instagram and whatever, and he puts up these little 60-second, 30-second, you know, videos. Uh, Danny McKinnon, a former guitar player with us, but he now lives in L.A., and he's also blowing up. You know, like, it, you can hit a bigger market. With the, you know, you put up a little 30-second video of yourself playing guitar or whatever, some dude from wherever, and not to say that wherever is better than here, yeah. but some dude from wherever, anyone, anybody at the top of the game, it's like, that's amazing, I'm going to play bass on that. Gonna, Things you know can I mean? just change in an instant. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. there's definite pros and cons to the age we're living in. Absolutely. We we don't have so much control over any, everything, so True. we just have to make the best of yeah. what we're given, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Very cool. Honestly, we hit every point that I wanted to, <laughs> that I wanted to hit. You did a great job. This, are you sure it's your first time on a podcast? Cause it is. It is. It's flowing relatively smoothly. <laughs> but I, I'm no, told I interview well. So, do, oh, so yeah. I, yeah, well, I'm telling you that again. And I don't, I don't, for me, it's it's very cool to learn. And it, a lot of this podcast is research and talking to people, and we, we can grow as individuals. It's it's very interesting for us. So just to close. Uh, if somebody wants to keep up to date what you're doing urban science best place would probably be Facebook uh, we're kind of all over the social media landscape right so I mean urban science is the name of the band hashtag LeCypher L-E-C-Y-P-H-E-R is the name of the event hip hop and soul jam session we also have the urban science brass band which is our new like offshoot project check out the the Montreal hip hop parade that we did last September that was like a flash mob invasion I check that, that out that was yeah. really cool so check that stuff out um, but basically urbsci.com is our website we're on Facebook we're on Instagram we're on Snapchat we're on Twitter it's basically Google Urban Science Montreal yeah, you'll and you'll find it yeah there is Perfect. like an actual urban science company uh, but we're not them <laughs> <laughs> so I, we think, not I think them. you'll realize the, 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 <laughs> the difference the, very quickly yeah, yeah. but hey we're looking for sponsors so uh, hey Urban Science the company come talk to us <laughs> Vincent over here at Urban Science thank Indeed. you very much thank man. you very much sir this was perfect thank you thank you that was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, it was really, really cool to meet up with him, talk talk a little bit of shop, talk some music, and he's a really cool dude. Yeah, he's really charismatic and super knowledgeable, and we definitely got to head back down to the cipher. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, maybe we'll even consider, you know, putting our name on the list eventually for something. You going to get up there, freestyle? I don't know. We'll see. Take the mic? It's, uh, it's tough. You got to have a lot of balls to do it, man, and uh, I don't know if I can muster up that courage. I think the right combination of Jameson and good vibes, it'll get you up there. Thank you to Paul Lazarus and Le Troub for letting us play their music, their yeah. beautiful, beautiful music. And a big thank you to Vincent for sitting down with us for a few minutes. It was really a pleasure. And definitely shout out to the coffee shop. Yeah, Station W at 3852 Wellington in Verdun. You want a delicious cup of coffee and you're in the area, I suggest you go stop by. Yeah, it was really fun to have it in that, that coffee shop setting. It kind of added to the lightness A little bit of, of ambient interview. noise in the background. Yeah, it was a fun place to have an interview. Don't forget, we post our stuff regularly to Facebook, so check us out at the DBTH guys. If you guys know of any local bands that you think we should check out, anything Montreal music scene related, or just anything in general, you got a question for us, you want to shoot the shit, send us an email at the DBTH guys at gmail.com and we'll get back to you. So remember, everybody, make, make some time, time for music. music. It's fucking important.